You are listening to the Primitive Intelligence Podcast, episode 413, The Global Warming Conspiracy, or Climate Change Conspiracy, whichever way you want to look at it. I hope you enjoyed your holidays. Happy New Year. It is 2022. I did take two weeks off. I was going to do episode 413 before I did the break, and I would have you know, explained <laughs> in the episode I was going to take some time off for the holidays, but I, I ran out of time because it was so hectic and I didn't get it put out. So I just did a quick video on the YouTube channel explaining what was going on. Um, but the podcast is back. I'm going to wrap up season four and then um, jump into season five. But if you remember in the beginning of season five, I was talking about all the problems I was having with my web host. I figured while I was on you know vacation from the podcast, I would get the that all taken care of. I get transferred off of my old web host and move everything over to a new web host. And the transfer time to get out of my old account is ridiculously long. It still hasn't even started yet. So if you run into an issue with um, listening to the podcast, if you start it and then all of a sudden it vanishes and then it pops back up, that is why. Because there's going to have to be uh, URL changes uh, because my current host doesn't offer secure certificates so I'm going to try to make things as, as updated as possible, but that may require changing a few URLs with Spotify and all that stuff. So if, if there's a glitch in your podcast software with the podcast itself, um, it's not you, it's me. So with that being said, uh, we'll get the podcast out. I guess it's fitting for it to happen while I'm recording episode 13 of season four. Um, so we'll get the podcast started. The Primitive Intelligence Podcast starts now. So climate change, global warming. I do have a question. If you're a flat earther, do you believe in global warming? And if you do, isn't that ironic? We're going to do this episode a little bit different. Um, I had the two weeks off. And you think I would have had all this stuff all prepared and ready to go? I I do not. So I'm going to do a lot of the research and a lot of the stuff I'm looking up I'm going to do as I'm recording the podcast to save time. And if you hear my stomach growl, I haven't eaten dinner yet, so you, you will hear that. Um, but we'll get this started. And hopefully the audio is sounding better. Let me know what you think, how the audio sounds. I did an upgrade uh, while I was off to my computer system, my setup. Uh, my old desktop, I, I removed that out of the office. And I put my laptop up here, which I just upgraded to a solid-state drive. So I was getting a lot of um, vibration through the desk, even with all the, the dampening software, not software, dampening hardware that's on my microphone. I was still getting some vibration through it, and that should all be gone now. Now if I could just do something about that bell in the background. So global warming. You can believe in it or you can not believe in it. I guess that's, that's your, your, your prerogative, but... If you really look at what's going on, now it's January 4th. I'm recording this uh, the day before I release it. So it's January 4th. And today it was in like the 30s. I live in northeastern Pennsylvania where we usually get some pretty cold winters. Over New Year's, it was almost 60 degrees in rain. If, if it was a normal winter, we'd have about six feet of snow right now with all the rain we've gotten. But... Between Christmas and New Year's, 
it, the temperatures went up and it was warm and it was sunny or it was warm and it was rainy. We got very little cold temperatures and that's, that's unusual. Now, a lot of years we start to cool down in February, but um, I remember when I was a kid, winters, we, we get snow in like October and that just doesn't happen. We don't get a lot of snow. Are we affecting the climate of planet Earth? Of course we are. It'd be ridiculous to think that we weren't. And if you if you don't think that we're affecting the climate, you need to wake up. We definitely are. Now, are we causing um, the end of days? I don't know. We are still coming out of an ice age. Are we speeding that up? Probably. There's a good chance that what's happening now was going to happen anyway. Just it was going to happen over a slower period. But there's a lot of questions that get raised with global warming and, and what people say, what the experts say is going to happen with global warming and what is actually happening with global warming. So one of the um, things I saw here was about, it's from a, a website called Competitive Enterprise Institute. I don't know how official they are. I don't know. And this blog title is Climate Change, Fossil Fuels, and Human Well-Being. And one of the things it talks about, of course, you know, you know, fossil fuels are causing, you know, the advancement or the increase in our, our global temperature. Burning fossil fuels puts carbon into the atmosphere, changes the composition of the atmosphere, keeps the energy, the heat, you know, from a, a thermal standpoint, it makes the atmosphere reflective from our side. So heat from the sun comes in and it gets trapped in the greenhouse gases and it bounces. Instead of bouncing out in space, it bounces back down to us. Science knows this to be true and we can see the effects of it even like right now, just the way the weather has been. So if we can decrease the amount of fossil fuels we're burning, we have a cleaner atmosphere, that's a win for everybody. Whether you believe in the global warming or not. Uh, a better, cleaner atmosphere is good for everybody. You know, let's not get on the whole um, team sports mentality here and just because you don't think or people that you want to believe say it's all BS, you just throw it all out. There's a lot of good that comes from cleaning up what we're putting into the atmosphere. We got to breathe it. We got to breathe the atmosphere. It's like, it's like when I see people, you know, out hiking and stuff, and they're throwing crap in the water. Like that's our water supply. Why would you be throwing garbage into the water? We got to drink that. Knock it off. So as I'm doing this research, um, I'm finding, of course, there's this whole team sports mentality aspect to this. So there's people who are diehard climate change is bullshit, and some people are like, no, 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 we're all going to die next week because it's that bad. So there's... This website is, well, actually, it's CBS News. Let's see how impartial they are. And this article is called Climate Change Conspiracies Are Spreading Rapidly During UN's uh, COP26 Event. So this was published on November 9th of 2021. And I'm going to go through this list of conspiracy theories because they don't really have any solutions or any counterpoints. So they're just listing them off. So I'll go through these. I'm going to give you what I think is going on with them. It's a little bit, a little bit different this episode. The first conspiracy: climate change lockdowns are coming. 
I have never heard of this. Basically, what this conspiracy is saying by this the paragraph, three paragraphs I have on it, is that COVID-19 is basically a template that governments are going to use to institute climate change lockdowns, basically keep you in your house so you stop destroying the, the atmosphere. It's all your fault. You stay in your home. I Look, yes, you, you or me going out and driving around is putting more greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. But if you're home, you're going to be using your electricity, you're going to be using your internet, you're going to be using all these things that need to have energy generated for them. And not every area has the cleanest energy you know, electrical plants, they just don't have them. So that's going to be a, a moot point if you just tell everybody to stay home. It's not going to help anything. So I know people are trying to tie COVID into a lot of things because the whole general idea of what's going on with COVID doesn't make a whole lot of sense to a lot of people. And um, people are just looking for answers and they're, they're trying to make things fit. This one, I, I don't think this is, I haven't heard anything about anything kind of climate change lockdown. Conspiracy number two, cryptocurrency is carbon neutral and regulating it is an authoritarian takeover attempt. Let's look at the the regulation part of it. I don't want to get too much into this because regulations and and, and cryptocurrency, it's, it's a slippery slope. Look, uh, governments have their own, every nation has its own currency. Um, cryptocurrency threatens to undermine that. Whether... For better or worse, I, I don't know. I'm not an economist. I'm not going to make a judgment call on that. So is it a, an authoritarian takeover attempt? I I don't know. I mean, the, the governments are the authority. They're trying to regulate it. So guess technically, yes. But, but I, I don't know about that one. Is it carbon neutral? No. No, 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 no. Look, cryptocurrency is not carbon neutral. I don't know who you're talking to if you think this is true. But if you know anything about how cryptocurrency is mined, it requires a lot of computing power, CPU, GPUs. These things run hard and all day they get hot. They need to be cooled down. They're using, I heard, I don't know if this is true. I heard there's a a cryptocurrency farm in Russia where they just basically have their, their cryptocurrency mining operation in a building in the middle of a lake and it's they just are running water coolant into this building and it's raising the temperature of the lake. And it's a massive lake. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But it's it's not carbon neutral. The amount of electricity that's needed to mine cryptocurrency in massive amounts and keep those computers from exploding or melting down, it unless they they're running it off the sun directly, no, not carbon neutral. Next conspiracy. Climate change is exaggerated, not caused by humans. Is it exaggerated? Mm, maybe. Is it not caused by humans? Mm, yeah, maybe. Look, I don't know. I, I had to restart this because I forgot to uh, hit record on the camera. Uh, so <laughs> I don't remember if I, if I stated this in the actual recorded portion. So I'm going to just touch on this again. Uh, climate change, I, I think, is a, a lot due to the cyclic nature of ice ages. And we are coming out of an ice age. And at some point, we're going to go back into an ice age. It's the natural cycle of how our planet evolves. Are we helping speed it up? Yeah, I think we are. Are we the cause of the warm-up? We're the cause of the speed-up of the warm-up, I believe. Um, and it's 
I don't know if it's exaggerated. I don't know if it's not exaggerated. There's there's a lot of evidence both ways. And is it caused by us? Mm, yes and no. Yes, we're speeding up. No, I think we're not the, the root cause of it. That's just my two cents. Let me know what you think about that one. The next conspiracy. Climate change is a result of secret government experiments. Come on now. Really? Really? So th this goes into, this talks about chemtrails. This talks about uh, HARP conspiracy. The, the high, uh, what is HARP? HARP is a high frequency active auroral research program. So basically, if, if you remember X-Files and you remember the episode where the guy keeps on trying to drive uh, across the country and his head explodes at the end because of the, that's, that's HARP. So HARP, uh, real quick, what, what is HARP? HARP is um, an ionic sphere research program that was jointly funded by the U.S. Air Force, Navy, the University of Alaska, and DARPA. And it was designed and built by advanced uh, BAE Advanced Technologies. Original purpose was to analyze the ionosphere and investigate the potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communication and surveillance. Now, what a lot of people believe is that that's all bullshit and it's actually a program to manipulate the weather and it's gone haywire and it's causing global warming. That's what HARP is. Do I think that's true? No, I think in, in the industrialization of our civilization is, has way more to do with the speed up of global warming, of the climate change, than um, some secret government experiment. Again, you may believe differently. I just don't see uh, why. I mean, what? Really? Okay, so that's that's the CBS article. So there are some other kind of um, inconsistencies, we'll say. The one article I saw, let me see if I can find it here. I don't know where I saw it. I just, I just saw it like five minutes before I started recording. It, I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it said that uh, climate change experts say that global warming is supposed to increase the amount of insect-borne illnesses like malaria in was it Zika and all that. And that we're actually seeing a decrease in it. Uh, since like 2000, the numbers are just nosediving. Now, a lot of it has to do with medical treatments. Um, but so there's there's that. There's also, I hear a lot, this is just one that, that I was thinking about while I was um, considering doing this as an episode. There's a lot of people talking about where we're going to get all our fresh water from. Where's, where's all our water going to come from? We're losing water. Global warming is going to make all the water disappear. But by the same token, global warming is supposed to increase, it's supposed to flood the country, right? It's supposed to flood everything out. We're supposed to have more water we know what to do with. I know there's desalinization, and I know it's a process, but it can be done. So why can we not use that extra water to replace the water that we're supposed to be losing because of climate change? That's the one that really confuses me. Yeah, so it's, it's a technology. We have it. Shouldn't we be using it? If the sea levels are going to rise, we can desalinate that water. We can and that it's already in a, in a factory, it's already in a plant, it's already in a processing area. Why aren't we building pipelines from those to areas that need water? Why are we still building pipelines for things like oil and gas and all this other crap that we're trying to get off of instead of 
pipelines for water so that when we're having an extremely wet season here on the East Coast and the West Coast is having a drought, we could just send the water or vice versa and send it back. Like we, this whole infrastructure thing, that's something that should be in the infrastructure is water reallocation. And if the sea levels are rising, we're going to have plenty of it to move around. So are we losing water because of climate change or are we gaining water because of climate change? Which one is it? So here's an, another website called rainforest-alliance.org. I do not want to join your newsletter. Thank you. And this article is called Six Claims Made by Climate Change Skeptics and How to Respond. So let's see what their blog is all about. What, what, what team are they fighting for here? What do you think? Climate denier claim. This is the coldest winter we've had in years. So much for global warming. Now, I've heard this one before. I've also heard people say this when it's been a fairly mild winter. So their answer is there's a difference between climate and weather. Weather fluctuates day in, day out, whereas climate refers to long-term trends. So that's something important to remember when you're talking about climate change. Climate is not just today. It's the long term. The overall trend is clearly indisputably warming, uh, warming up. Now, again, we're coming out of an ice age, so maybe there's something to do with that. While the impacts of climate change have only just begun to hit the global north, farmers in the tropics have been contending with impacts from droughts to floods to a proliferation of crop-destroying pests. Just because we don't see it here doesn't mean it's not happening other places, but just because it might be warmer or colder where, where I am, let's say let's say we have a really cold winter. You got to remember the, that cold air isn't generated here. It's generated at the poles. So as weather patterns change due to climate change, those patterns will change. And that cold air may come down lower and it may stay longer. But over time, that cold air is going to not be as cold is basically what they're saying. The second point, climate change is natural and normal. It's happened at other points in our history. Now, this is the point I'm making. Now, let's see what they say about this. It's true that there have been peri- uh, it's true there have been periods of global warming and cooling, also related to spikes and lulls in greenhouse gases during the Earth's long history. But those historic increases in CO2 should be a warning for us. They lead to serious environmental disruptions, including mass extinctions. Today, humans are emitting greenhouse gases at a far higher rate than any previous increase in history. Before you collapse into a puddle of despair, however, find out about our work to promote natural climate solutions. Okay, so basically they're saying, yeah, this has happened before. And that's what I'm saying. This has happened before. Are we speeding it up? Sure. Are we the cause of it? Mm, maybe not entirely. Uh, the third point, there is no consensus among scientists that climate change is real. They say wrong. Uh, there's nearly 100% agreement among scientists. Moreover, the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change says that global warming is accelerating and will reach uh, 1C above pre-industrial levels around 2030, uh, a full decade earlier than previously forecasted. So most people you, you do talk to um, understand that climate is changing. It's not that it's not real. So number four is plants and animals can adapt. Their answer is wrong again because human-caused climate change is happening so fast, uh, species simply don't have time to adapt. Uh, then they go to talk about frogs and the semi-permeable skin, unprotected eggs, and reliance on external temperatures to regulate their, their own. Um, we have lost a lot of frog species. So some animals may do fare better than others. Okay, I can agree with that. 
Number five, climate change is good for us. Mm. Uh, I don't, it's not like we're, people think that it's like terraforming, like we're trying to make it better. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to even know where to begin to address the statement, especially when you think about human cost of warming planet. The evidence points to a clear link between climate change and surge in modern slavery. What? Well, that just went a completely, I did not see that, that statement coming. When uh, crop failures, drought, floods, or fires wipe out livelihoods and homes, people migrate in hopes of improving their lot but can find themselves vulnerable to human trafficking and enforced labor and other human rights abuses. And this obviously, this is not written in the United States because that does not appear to be an issue. I mean, trafficking maybe. Wow, that went completely. I was not expecting that. Number six. Okay, maybe climate change is real, but there's nothing to be done. It's too late. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, and they say it, it's true. We don't have a moment to waste, but it's not too late. If governments, businesses, and individuals begin taking drastic action now, we can keep warming within the 1.5 Celsius target set by the Paris Agreement. So, and this is where, the, you know, I talked a couple episodes ago about uh, electric cars. Where does that electricity come from, though? So there's, it's, it, we can't rely on fossil fuels to use in our vehicles or to generate the electricity we need for electric vehicles. We need a better solution. It's going to hit a lot of people in the pocket. People who are used to having a lot of money in their pockets. But I think it's time for that to stop. And that's in a lot of areas. Like there's, there's too many people making too much money off of stuff that's hurting too many other people. And then that's, that's all the points on that one. So climate change. Now, as a, as a hiker and a, and a backpacker and an outdoors person, um, yeah, I've definitely seen a difference in, in the climate in the area where I live. Ticks are, are a huge issue with that because we don't get the cold winters like we used to. We don't get the feet of snow in the solid frozen ground that we used to get. And that's what kills off ticks. And when that's not happening, they more of them can survive. And then you've got more of an issue with ticks. And you know, ticks carry diseases like alpha-gal syndrome and Lyme disease. None of these things are good. You know, I can go hiking in the middle of the winter and it's now it's rare to, like I bought snowshoes five years ago. I've used them four times. We just don't get the snow here anymore that we used to get. Um, we don't get the ice like we used to get. We don't get, we just don't get snow. There was a storm that was coming up the coast this week. It completely missed us somehow. It came up, it hit the, the, the very eastern seaboard and then just skipped off into the ocean. And usually that would have come straight for us. We would, be, we would have like two feet of snow right now. They're calling for another storm this, later this week. But who knows if we get it or not. Yeah, there's definitely been a change. I, I think that overall it's a natural change, but it's, we've accelerated it. And hopefully we can stop it. Hopefully we're not that dumb that we let it get that bad. If money keeps being the driving factor in in political policy that would actually change these things, then we're all doomed. Kind of bleak, I know. But yeah, that, that whole money controlling government has got to stop at all levels. And that's all I'm going to say about that.
So a little bit different episode this week. It's it's weird because only two weeks and it's like a completely different thing. I'm going to do my best to keep the website from completely crashing out when this transfer happens. And um, hopefully by next week we'll have it all, all squared away and we won't have to worry about it anymore. That's going to do it for this one. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it made you think more. I'm going to go make some food because I'm going to have to edit out so many stomach growls during this one. It's not even going to be funny. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll talk to you in the next episode of Primitive Intelligence Podcast.